Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Listen to Stephen A., Kendrick Perkins, Mike uh, Greenberg, and uh, Jalen Rose talk about last night. Talk about the beating and the murder. And, oh, they uh, talked about it on, uh, I guess, I like on some what, ESPN show or something. Countdown, <laughs> NBA, NBA countdown. And so Stephen A is, is just, you know, Stephen A is, you know, Stephen A goes last, you know, and um, he, you know, he was saying blah blah blah, you know, these cops. But then he, and everybody's doing this. And I'm tired of it. They, when they feel the need to say. Look, we understand that it's not all cops. You know, there are some good cops out there. I'm like, can we can we stop saying that? When are we gonna stop saying that? When are we gonna let that go? When are we gonna let when are we gonna let that go? I guess we just not. We just we're just gonna keep saying it. It's the institution of policing. There's no way around that. Can we stop? Can we stop that? We just ain't not gonna we're not gonna do that. We have first to- and foremost, before we continue. <laughs> <laughs> Lay out yeah. all the caveats. First of all, not all cops, yeah. not all men, not all. St- let's let's do the not yeah. alls. It's just the not alls. It's the not all <laughs> roll call at the beginning of every conversation. We'll just do that. Can we stop saying it? Can we just stop? Can we just stop? That's all I want. I just want us to stop. And as Ashley is saying, LeBron's LeBron's sweet. Just from Bob being unfortunate, like I said, he's wrong. He's just wrong. So I don't know. Yeah, I what do else? wonder what is he exactly referring to? Because I saw the tweet before that, and he's retweeting Brittany Packnett and uh Pagnetti, I think. Um, but that thread was on point. And it was about how the policing is like the problem and all this shit. And then the yep. next tweet was, we are our worst enemies. And I legitimately do not know how he meant that, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't, he didn't follow up either on that. Yeah. He, he does weird. We are, Lakita, it was, as Roger said, he just tweeted, we are our worst enemy, which I took to mean it was five brothers beating this young, beating this other black man to death. And I'm like, no, that's, <laughs> then they got nothing to do with us. That's not a we thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not a we. Don't put that's that. How I, that's how I took it too. But, how well, how else are we supposed um, to take it? <laughs> bro, I don't know. <laughs> you know what you, I'm saying? Did you see what he tweeted? Because the retweet before that is 
completely 100% on point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he didn't write that, though. <laughs> right. But he did so, like, say facts or something like that. right? Yeah. Like he agreed with her thread and then immediately went to like yeah. be on people. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> what are you, you talking about? <laughs> you know, if you have this kind of influence, I should just do just a modicum of some kind of research or try to make some kind of sense with what you're saying yeah that's kind of his thing and then here comes this coon facts facts well this is probably someone with one follower no no it's not (laughs) got an american flag (laughs) and then someone else corrected his grammar that's that's it's classic twitter at that point it's just yeah that was engaging yeah been a i mean i feel like there's really nothing new to say and Mm-hmm. I haven't really added anything to the discourse because I'm just like everything I said last time and the time before that and the time before that and the time before that. Like, right. I wish some shit had changed that I could bring you some new thoughts. And, you know, all of, it's, it's, it, it, the whole cycle at this point is the same. Even the people that are like, I'm not watching that video and as their own social media, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't you show me that video. I better not see it. I'm like, if you really don't want to see it, it's only one way, baby. You're gonna have to get off because right. This at this point, people sharing it because they think it's helping. Some people sharing it because they want clout. So like I, I don't know what to tell you, dog. It's the it's the yeah. same cycle of suffering we've been in for a long time. Well, I said that. I'm trying. I'm trying to hold. Fa- Look, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. I'm not going to tell you. You need to watch this shit. Mm-mm. I'm not right. going to tell you that. If you don't want to watch, don't watch. Not watching. I will say for me, I, I'm trying to hold fast to is ball- the Baldwin mindset of some of us have to be a witness to this. Some of us have yeah. to be. We just and, have to be. And 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 I agree. And 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 like I said, that there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of the, in my opinion, a lot of fallout on social media. Is when people go, I ha- I'm watching it and you have to too, and kind of force it upon other people. Now I reject that because I was like, no, I don't have to watch that. No. I believe it. Like no. this video is not for me. No, I'm a writer and Rod's a writer. And the things we write about, we should watch it. Yeah. Because of the things we write about. Yeah, it's just it's interesting because like it's it's I saw more people talking about how they weren't gonna watch it. Then the people saying they saw it or not. And then I saw people that saw it and, um, you know, just described how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. And I just happened. I normally do not seek these videos out, but mm-hmm. I was already watching the news and they and it came on and they, they play like four. That's four, how I saw four it. Videos. Yeah. That's and, how I saw um, it. You know. it was it was interesting because it really made me realize how desensitized I am to, to such violence because I watched and I said, oh, that's not as bad as I thought it would have been because it, it yeah. was and it was bad like it wasn't yeah. like i watched it and was like oh damn he they accidentally killed us no i watched them murder somebody and was like oh yeah i guess that is bad and all i could think of is all the ones i saw that were that were just as terrible Even worse not worse and yeah I, I don't know it just feels like the machine gets fired up and everything and um I haven't heard anything about riots or any or uprisings or any of that. No, stuff. they've been very peaceful. And uh, the one thing I would want to add to the conversation, I'm not going to, but I can do it here. <laughs> but the one thing I would add to the conversation is this is why uh, voting matters, because that city council elected that black woman police chief 
Mm-hmm. And she is the only reason that city's not on fire because she said immediately without any reservation, this was wrong. This is a crime. You, you motherfuckers got to go to jail. Right. And we saw what happened in St. Louis. And even at the George Floyd shit, we saw it. And remember, it was the uprisings and the outrage on Twitter that made them arrest that man. It, yeah. it, it you know, even with Breonna Taylor, it was... It was a bunch of it took outrage to get something done. This is the one of the few times I've ever seen them say, we're going to start this process without the people burning some shit down. I've seen I believe I've seen what I needed to see. They're gone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and ahead of it before it became a national. Now, here's the thing that needs to be said. How much does them being black weigh into this? Yeah, I, I will they say will I, throw away a, a oh, black or an officer of color in a second. They're going to yeah, throw away I don't know. Well. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll These say I, I, the maximum sentence allowable for second degree murder, mm. which they're trying to get it trumped up to first degree murder, mm. which first, first degree is hard to prove, man. Right. First degree you needs to go and wanting to kill somebody to get a first. Degree. Yeah. First degree is premeditated. Right. right. So that means that they went. And did this yeah. knowingly we'll that, kill this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. And how are they going to prove that? So, right. but they're going to, they're going to push. I'll, for I'll, push the for only it. thing I'll say about the black part is the people that killed um, Freddie Gray were black. Mm-hmm. And they went through the same, like, it wasn't like this. It, it was mo- weeks of protests and days of mm-hmm. anger. And then CBS burned down. I don't know what right. I don't know what what's what in Baltimore. I would assume. No, I'm sorry. I don't know what's what in Memphis. Right. I would assume it's like anywhere else where black people live. But I know in Baltimore, they didn't give up. They didn't give a fuck as far as the administration. They're like, we're gonna yeah. do this shit the way we normally do this shit, mm-hmm. and fuck all these riots. We don't give a shit. Fuck them. Let them riot anyway. They're just burning down their neighborhoods. You know that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. So I like I said, I will never know. Obviously. Yeah. And we'll always be, we'll always know the double standard to be suspicious. But yeah, I would like to believe that. That's the thing. You want to believe it. Yeah. I would like to believe that this particular woman in this town at this point in time, not, I'm not, I wouldn't make this a broad statement at all. I think she seemed like the type to be like, yeah, it don't matter. Y'all go. Yeah. She rained, she rained down on them with furious vengeance. Yeah. That's what you want to believe. Now, here's because we want to believe that we hold value to. Here's the big one, though. What's the cost she's going to pay for that? Because. Well, is it elected? Is it elected? It's an appointed. It's an appointed position by city council. She gone. Normally, when you do the right thing, uh, the uh, the rank and file police will turn on on Mm -hmm. on anyone holding them accountable, and so. I think this also happened. I want to say in Charlottesville, they had a black woman police officer that ended yes, up. Yes, they did. They drummed her yeah. right out. So they black would, woman, they drummed her out. What would the cost be? Yeah, they drummed her right the fuck out of office. They started finding things. So all of a sudden, the the strange finding things. Right. They drummed her right out. Like when people say there's no reforming this, that's what they mean. It's not just the holding this guy, these people accountable. It's an entire system that would right. be have checks and balances to hold people which circles me right back to mm-hmm. stop telling me 
about the good cops. Right. I just, I don't want to hear it. Stop telling me about them. Yeah. Because if, if there were good cops, they, these bad cops wouldn't be there because good cops would police out the bad cops. They'd be trying to put them in jail. <laughs> They'd be running them off the force. They'd be telling on people to, Hey, that motherfucker is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, they call, they call them the rat squad. The people who police the police, the police, the police, the police, they call them the rat squad. Think about that. And it's, that's something that we giggle about on television shows. Yeah. You watch the law and order. Yeah. The rat squad, internal affairs. They're the rat squad. Like they're the ones who are fucking making sure the police aren't doing bad shit. Why wasn't one of those five cops a good cop? Right. I mean, what are the, the odds are if there are good cops and we don't want to talk bad about them. What, what are the fucking odds that, Five of these motherfuckers are all bad that night. You know, well, there's right? no good scorpions. That's the thing. It's they're all right. they're all part of the scorpion unit. And I don't I don't know that whatever good cop was around probably gets weeded out before they get added to the scorpion unit. Of course, yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna make it to the scorpion squad. You can't. Yeah. You gotta be what you gotta get, hey man. Dirty money. You gotta get mm-hmm. some of this dirt on you, dog. You ain't gonna get this dirt on. You can't be a part of this dirty they, money, man. They, they didn't get one of them collectible coins. Yeah, I've been listening to this podcast called the it's called A Tradition of Violence by Cerise Castle. Um, and it's about LAPD deputy gangs. Oh, God. Speaking of dirty money. <laughs> right. And um, if you really want to hear some like, you know, shit, I mean, obviously it's going to, you know, trigger Rampart, Ramparts Division. Yeah. Yeah. It, fam, it's just it's so many of them. And there's so many, uh, the 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 depth of the corruption is so deep and the people that rise to power off of it and the animosity they have towards checks and balances, man, it's, it's one of those problems where I, I don't think, I don't think you fix it without completely rethinking everything we think about policing. Yeah, someone posted the link. I promise in. you that there are people in LA who still say, it's not all cops. I yeah. promise you that. I'm like, you you see what this police force does. Mm-hmm. You see what L.A. Sheriff's Department does. She interviewed a lot of the good cops, and they were all people that were like, yeah, I was there for three months, and uh, yeah, they, they done on that one. You know, yeah, <laughs> I got shot in the parking lot, and I think it was one of the other cops, you know. This is, someone posted this link in a chat for the Monday episode, but he had a list of LASD, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department deputy yep. gangs, and they have gang names. Mm-hmm. Damn, banditos, buffalo soldiers, cavemen, Compton executioners. Yeah, ooh, what a name! And you Cowboys. have to kill you have to kill somebody to get in the game. So, like, right. they're starting off with murdering a citizen as the baseline, and some of them have murdered two and three people within a year or two. Like, look at that last, look at that, that last, last one. one. Look at that last one. Imagine getting pulled over by one of them. A wayside whites, yeah. whiteies. Whiteies, yeah. Oyside Whiteies. And, and many of them, um, those gangs are racially coded. Like um some of them are more quote unquote inclusive, but even the gangs have rivalry within the gang. It's like, okay, these motherfuckers is the Mexican cops. Yeah. Banditos. Yeah, and then Banditos. these are the like white cops, and then these are the black cops. So like even Buffalo within, soldiers. <laughs> yeah, even within the gang, you got divisions. The Linwood Vikings that were have been described as a neo-Nazi white supremacist gang. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, some of these don't have links, but Compton Executioners have their own Wikipedia page, and the Linwood Vikings do as well. Compton Executioners um, identify themselves with a calf tattoo depicting a skeleton wearing a Nazi-style helmet labeled Last CPT. Last episode, we talked about them tattoos. Mm-hmm. Holding a col- was a Kalashnikov rifle with 28 and Roman numerals on the magazine. The CPT stands for Compton. 28 represents Compton as the LASD's 28th substation. The two eight, that tattoo is on their forearm. Guarantee it. I think they said calf for the tattoo. On okay. calf, so they can hide it a little bit. Hide it a little bit. And the, the the wildest thing in each episode is just every time you know they kill somebody, fuck somebody up, they end up losing the lawsuit, and it's all taxpayer money. Right. That's if what's anything, gonna happen in Memphis. This, why people ought to be this, mad that they taxpayers' money is going for killing people like? You think they would, wouldn't they? Right, and look, look like I've been like, why y'all wasting? You should. This money need to be going to schools and other shit. Sidewalks because they are willing. They're like this is the cost of business. Yeah, right. As long as you keep them away from me and my family, they're willing to pay that. Them, they, them, the other. Keep them, they, them, the other, away from my family, and I will pay it. I'm happy that I'll pay for your malfeasance as long as you keep them and they away from me. Yep. So his family about to get some huge ass payout and it's going to be funded by the, the money that they don't members. want. But right. You rather have your family member. They don't. <laughs> they rather have their family member alive. Yeah. Money they don't want. They don't want that money. They're going to take it. They don't want it. All right. That's the Linwood Vikings. Linwood Vikings have a tattoo with the symbol 998, which stands for officer involved shooting. Indicating that oh. the officer has shot someone. So you get that tattoo <gasps> when you shoot someone. Oh, no. Um, it's a mark of pride to get that tattoo. And they've had some allegations of racism and things as well. Linwood Station p- possessed a map of the district in the shape of Africa, and its walls held racist cartoons depicting black men. Uh, Vikings first rose of prominence in 1990 when misconduct litigation accused the LASD and its clubs of racism and racist violence. So, yeah, there's a bunch of these gangs. Rattlesnakes. Damn, it said, it said, and it said lawyers that were accusing them and their clients were beaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all extrajudicial. Shot, it, shot or harassed. Oh, Anissa saying City of Memphis can't afford any payout. Uh, I'm going to say this, Anissa, and um, I'm not directing at you in any angrily way or anything like that, but bullshit. Oh, they'll find the money. They can afford it. Trust me. <laughs> they got the money. They might seem like a poor town. I know they may. They got the money. Well, I bet if we look at the police budget. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's we'll, colossal. We'll yeah, I bet because almost everything like this. If you look at the police budget, you'll see. And um, the thing that I was reading earlier this year is that um, a lot of these insurances are are refusing to cover police departments now. And uh, cynically and sadly, um, people are like, that's hopeful because they may stop killing as many people strictly for the uh, uh, bottom line, not not for any. More reason. Okay, right. Because eventually they're gonna look. This is this is coming out of your budget. The city ain't gonna pay for this no more. We can't out of your pensions. We can't afford to kill these niggas anymore. Right. It's literally, literally just well, we are uninsured, and and they were tracking like how some of them were um 
some of the departments that have become uninsured were unable to uh, be suddenly uh, the um, <laughs> violence and harassment and all of suddenly it had just it's taken dropped. a bit of a drop. Right. Sounds like sounds like one of the Lethal Weapon movies. Down it. They can't, you know, <laughs> afford to get insurance anymore. So yeah, they promoted them to captain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. get them off the street. And you're right, Anissa. It could be used in better ways, but you have to remember. I'm telling you, the majority of this population thinks that that money is being used in a good way. Right, because if they they're, didn't they're stop. willing to trade that money for what they think they get, and they're willing to break a few eggs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, burgers! You live in Memphis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all gonna end up paying for it. Yeah, any town, any town. The people of New York have paid millions of dollars, <laughs> millions of dollars in settlements for the for the NYPD. Millions of dollars. And in the meantime, you're struggling to live in New York. Ain't cheap. You struggling in New York and you paying, you paying money. Your money is going to our money is paying this fucking Santos dude's salary. Think about that. We're paying that fucking idiot salary. <laughs> you know, Tanya checking in from New York. Her her tax dollars is going to spend on millions, millions of dollars in settlement fees. New York, I'm sure New York is paying out a settlement fee right now. A new one, by the way, not an old one, a new one. They also run up, uh, they run up ridiculous amounts of overtime to make extra money. uh, Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily warranted, which again is part of uh, fleecing the police budget for their own, their own good. But um, the, the Linwood Vikings, the, they got you, they got you Randolph. Oh shit, Randall! For you, you're you're because uh-huh. I see oh, the left moving. I was like, they took you down. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's big blue line coming in to shut down Randolph's computer. A big blue snowball. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> shut him down. It's like we've had enough of you, sir. Uh, this LASD gang thing, the. The Linwood Vikings. So the 1992 Colts Commission on Police Brutality in L.A. found that cliques like the Vikings were found, especially in areas with large minority populations, but did not conclusively demonstrate the existence of racist deputy gangs. Sheriff Lee Backer, while objecting to police gang behaviors, has stated that banning them would be unconstitutional. How? What what the fuck's he talking about? You're police force, not a gang. Freedom of speech. Yeah, freedom of assembly. Yeah. He said that, I guess, a few years back. But uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. And then there's probably stuff that's even more secretive that we just don't know about. Tattoos mm-hmm. and symbols and challenge coins and all that shit. Yep. I call it collectible coins. I just throw that all the peat way up. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> collectible. Yeah. Collect all 20 collectible police coins. You know, the police in my neighborhood when I was a kid used to hand out football cards. Mm. They had these Washington Redskins football cards. That's how how they made friends with the kids. We would all run up to their car and they'd give us like, you know, here's a Joe Theismann football card. But it says like, you know, Leesburg police on it. So that's how they uh, ingratiated themselves to us, I guess. Mm. We were happy to get them, too. 
it wasn't tops. It wasn't, uh, wasn't a real brand. It was some, some shit they made at Kinko's. Right. And, and off brand. And imagine <laughs> if you had the parent like, don't you take your ass over there. Right. Touch him to your bike spokes. Yes. No, well, he's got the John Riggins card. Don't care. Mm-mm. <laughs> All right, let's do some comments because we Sorry, got a I, had to, I just had to send out a and text message or I would have forgot. I got to change out a light fixture tomorrow in the old place. We are almost out of there. Almost. Make sure in the last day you beat all the walls and stump your feet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I had a... Uh, Knock on the windows and shit. I had a cleaning crew in there. I say I. We had a cleaning crew in there Thursday. I'm sure they were loud as shit. <laughs> two little, two little ladies. There's nothing in there now, but we have this light fixture that we bought from a neighbor. We changed out that light fixture. The light fixture that's in there. It's one of them hanging chandeliers. Yeah. We changed that out. Put this other chandelier in. And Amy was just on me about we got to change that back out. I was like, oh, that's right. So I contact my man who. uh we bought it from, he's got a little bag. He's got a bag of tools that I need to get up in there and change that light fixture out tomorrow. Cause we got to get the keys back on Monday. Oh, so you kept the old one, just put it in storage. Yeah. It's not yeah. ours. It's yeah. theirs. <laughs> you yeah. know, so we just put it up in the attic. So I just change it, change it back out. And then, um, that's about it, man. I got a door for the refrigerator door cracked. I bought a new one of those being nice. Well, if you're changing that light fixture out and a few uh, wrenches and screwdrivers just fall and hit Drop? the floor yeah. Yeah. a bunch of times over and over again, yeah. then yeah, nothing things you have can been, do. Things have been falling, let me say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As long as y'all been there, of course. I, mean, I got it, two old hard drives, too, that I need to pop the two old, old CPUs I need to pop the hard drives out of. I just, I just want to throw them in the trash because they got, they got the hard drives in them. Yeah. Yeah, just get the they hard drives sick. out. They were in the attic. I was like, oh, I got to take those and take the hard drives out of them. And it would, you might not want to wear clogs when you go do this, but I mean, may not. <laughs> sometimes you forget you got your clogs on may that not. day. I'm, I'm well, like, like, put, put your tap dance shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Some little ladies came in and did some work. I had to get them some more, I had to get them more money. You do a just whole routine, do the whole place in like 10 minutes, just speed through it. In fact, plug in your base. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is right here. Oh, by the way, Rod, I was listening to Howard mm-hmm. and uh, and Bomani, and Bomani was saying for set design, he was thinking of books to put on his set, and he was maybe going to put Wretched of the Earth out. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. And, and uh, oh, Howard was like, you go, Wretched You got to. You got to. So <laughs> there's my Wretched of the Earth copy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I keeps it real. <laughs> <laughs> You're pulling books out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I got I got my bookcases set up now. <laughs> Down here, I'm in the new. Now we're gonna get oh, all the book you references. You have a library the, over there. You see Yeah, I got my bookcase set up right here, and I got oh, one right dope. here. <laughs> you know, and Ava's got her bookcase in her little room behind me. You know, yeah. Come on, three guys on for the jokes, and Randolph gonna be like, "Y'all gonna learn today." <laughs> <laughs> Wretched of the earth. Yeah, you reading that? You on? You on? You want some other? Oh, that's that's the that's the. Oh, you reading Wretched of the Earth? Oh, okay. Well, let me give you a wide berth. <laughs> you, you, you're on a whole new level. Before uh, Andy gets to the uh, comments and stuff, 
uh, you had said that uh, y'all wanted me to go to a trip. It was fun. I had a great time. Uh, oh, yeah. You were living right, your best life up right. there. Yeah, Roger, I was. You I, was. I, want, I wanted to get into it before he got into the comment stuff. Yes, I was living my best life. I uh, went up there, seen my first bodega cat. I saw that. We had just talked about it. Yeah, I thought that was fake because everybody was like, yes, the poor dick. I was like, whatever. (laughs) How friendly was it? Did it walk up to you? It was really friendly. In fact, it didn't walk up to us. It was this lady behind us looking at the ground and talking. I was like, who and what is she talking to? And when I turned around, I seen the tail. I was like, oh, this is the cat. (laughs) That's that's who she's talking to at the ground. That's how you know that that bodega is a mouse free zone. Yes, it is. Uh, First chopped cheese sandwich. Cats are working. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 manage off somewhere. I had a great time. First chopped cheese uh, sandwich. It was actually really good. The most important part of that is burger, which I did not know. Oh, so I was like, burger. I, yeah, I was thinking uh, like a cheese sandwich, and it was like, no, that's the name of the meat. I was like, well, that's very important for somebody right. who's not familiar with the chopped cheese. That's like taking a a steak and cheese and calling it the and cheese. You're right. You're right. Like, we don't got the time for the words. I was like, oh, oh I guess, I guess, just shorten everything. But yeah, I just take like a burger and like just like mix it all, chop it all up together. It's all a gooey thing with cheese and onions and stuff. Yes. Right? It, yeah, it was right. really, really, uh, really good. Did all the sightseeing shit. Now I got some more sightseeing. Uh, I'm doing. I sightsee. I uh, when I go sightseeing, I sightsee like a kid. So we was doing like the Nintendo store, the Lego store, American yeah. doll store. <laughs> we do a shit like that. All the all the Times Square stores. Yes. Eminem yes. store. Yeah, we, I did that the last time yeah. when I went last year. Yes, Eminem is my favorite candy. So went to the Eminem store and, and shit like that. So I had a uh went to sightseeing and did all that stuff. And I had a great time. I got to uh see the first show last week uh live in the studio. Good. And that was nice. Oh, uh, like Roger said, they in Drew Barrymore's old studio and she treat them white women really, really nice because you sat in that chair <laughs> and it felt like she just hugged your body. I was like, ooh, this is nice. <laughs> it really was. She's got black fans. That's what she was I saying. know she do. I have black fans. <laughs> I, but 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 we understand that's the fan yeah. base of the majority you of the people. Not that we don't we be at home. holding you up and you do too. Stop it. we love her too and so it's uh it was really fun i'm really glad i got to uh spend some time with roger did you just walk around the city during the day where rod was at work because rod you can't take no days off (laughs) oh yeah i mean uh she was just out doing stuff while i was at work and then i just come home and we hang out and eat and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i went how fast did you catch did you get into the uh i know my way around routine how fast it's like i can I may not know my way around, but I can navigate through this city. Uh, it took me a few days. I still got lost. Um, I had went to the to 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 to, to this a soup place. So I was like, okay, it's right up the street. And so what happened on my way coming back? Uh, a black man was trying to get my attention, and when he was trying to get my attention, uh, I I'm glad I had my face mask on, uh, so he couldn't see my face. But I seen them. I was like, nope, I'm not talking. And so me just not talking, I missed my turn. And what I hate about apps now, the app, I'm like, um, when you're driving, it tells you, bitch, right. I'm walking. Tell me. Tell me my left turn is 800 feet. Just don't assume. I don't want no shaking, no vibing. Tell me this is your left turn. And yeah. I didn't realize that the default is to silence that. 
So I ended up missing my turn, looked up and seen water. I said, oh, Lord, why am I looking at water? I'm not supposed to be. You were all the way out by the water. Walked to the Hudson? On the west side. And when I seen the water, I knew I was too far. Looking so, at Jersey across the distance. Is that so, so, so my my right ten, here, right? It's right here. Yes. So my 10 to 12 minute walk ended up being a 30 minute walk because I had to backtrack <laughs> to find out what the fuck I was. But uh after a while, I kind of I kind of did landmarks. So yes. after a while, I kind of figured out where I was, and and I'm better now about figuring out if I'm going in the wrong direction. Cause I'm like, okay, I need to be at this street and this street. The numbers going wrong, so turn my ass around and go back yeah. where I came from. Yeah, it took me a numbers? while to how kind of figure. I know. It took me a while to kind the, of figure that out. Yeah, the grid is like, if it's going up, you're going this way. If the numbers are going down, you're going this way. Right. And then when you get down to the, like the Lower East Side, they start throwing in curveballs. Like there's streets that aren't numbers. It's like Houston Street and <gasps> and Avenue A. And it's like, wait, what was what's all these letters doing? What? I don't even know. It's supposed to be all numbers. So like, I never quite figured out that area uh, that I did a few shows down there, but I was like, if it's not a grid, I don't know what, I don't know where, where I am, you know? Yeah. So I, why, was, did, I, why did New York decide that Houston is going to be pronounced Houston? No yeah, idea. Because that's, it's somebody's name. I think is the way, I think is the story behind that. If you I'm say Houston, sure, they will correct you. But in a it second. stripes me. It's yeah, that, no, that's what I'm saying. Houston Street. Yeah. Houston Street. Actually, it's Houston Street. Actually, Houston, Houston Street. Yeah, Houston. It's, it's the same here in Texas. If you see a street named Guadalupe, and they'll be like, especially here in Austin, it's like, no, it's Guadalupe. How Guadalupe? It's not Guadalupe. No, it's not. It's Guadalupe. <laughs> Tourists. <laughs> Okay, just 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 this is the way we're gonna do it. I'd be like, I guess yeah. I, I I guess that's what's happening. Oh, and um I got my I call it my big girl coat. I got me a no face, my big girl coat, and it held me down one day. It was yeah, rainy and cold. I put that bitch on, it was like we're gonna repel all of the water and keep yeah, you warm. warm. And um I was joking about how I almost a New Yorker because uh the film crew was filming in the middle of the sidewalk and I had turned the wrong direction. So I was like, okay, now I got to walk back. I walked right on through that goddamn camera shot. I ain't say, excuse <laughs> me, pardon me, nothing. I was like, bitch, you in the way. Why are y'all filming? <laughs> You're yeah, that's taking their fault. Room. That's their fault. They're not supposed to film. They're not, they right? got to go find a spot where no one's walking. That's on them. That is on them. I walked right on through that shot like a boss. And I, I was so proud of myself. Shoes. Let's say, wasn't there a movie? It was either Robert De Niro or somebody that they're walking through an intersection and a taxi almost hit him and he bangs on the taxi. He's like, I'm walking here. I'm walking oh, yeah, here. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, it's and, Dustin Hoffman and John Voight. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. And, walking here in Times Square. Yeah. Yeah. And that wasn't part of the film. That yeah. happened. <laughs> <laughs> he was just mad. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, walking in and the director was like yeah we're gonna keep i like it. that let's keep that in a lot of noise <laughs> oh hey oh hey oh we're trying to do this the is, news here hey yeah, this is keep the shots in so i have i really had a a good time spending time with roger so we didn't really do no shows because we uh spent time together and watched the hornets uh in new york city which is interesting 
Uh, well, we watched because, them on League Pass, not not like at the couple. No, not at the game, down. but yeah. on League Pass. And Roderick's League Pass, you get to see like the halftime show, like so it don't cut to commercial like with everybody else. So you get to see like what's happening in the arenas, and you can say you can see which NBA teams actually spend money and which don't, <laughs> and which are really like cheap for their fans. Right. And so I've realized everybody got like a skit that they have to follow. Like everybody has to do like a t-shirt cannon. Everybody has to do like a, some type of drop. So because I was like, well, they do all this shit at the Hornets game. I was like, oh, they must tell them to do these are the tropes you have to hit. You can remix it how you want. I right. think my favorite is uh, the Atlanta, fa- uh, Atlanta Hawks have a uh, bling cam. Yes. And they just go around the arena uh, putting people on camera that are just stunting with jewelry. <laughs> that's not, that, isn't that dangerous? Can't that get you robbed? That's what Roger I was, was saying. I was like, where's the robbery cam? There's got to be some people that are like, oh, that's section one. What's that? What section is that? 107? Right. But uh, yeah, man, they had all kinds of people just stunting on people. I mean, all races too. It wasn't just all black people. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some black adjacent white people and shit that was right. like, ah, I go teeth and shit. I was like, yo, this is different. The yeah. target cam. You are now yeah. a target. Very yeah. different. It's like, spotted. oh, this is how everybody celebrates. Someone- and the thing is, whenever uh you're at home, you can see what's on there, like their big jumbotrons. Yeah. So they be having like scan this and you can do this and you can scan. It actually works at the house, even though they can't see you. The <laughs> stuff still actually works. Because Roger did so I was like, Oh, I was like, but they're not going to call on you because you ain't at the arena. The Milwaukee Bucks will let you scan a QR code and then you can use your phone to like get on the Jumbotron. Like they have to select you, of course. But oh, so right. you can have my phone but, number? No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, no, they all do my like, number. You don't need you to have it. Are they all doing like half court shot contests? And yeah. Lots of, those. They, lots of those. Um, you can just tell it's just like certain people are certain arenas are having fun with it. And uh, the music is like in certain places, Memphis, Atlanta, oh, yeah. like the music is just fucking amazing. The, the music is like, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be cheap. We're we going to get the music. Like the jazz, the jazz shit is all, you know, you know let's get physical <laughs> or whatever right. the fuck, you know, some bullshit like that. 1980s. Then, uh, Life is a highway. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> then like Memphis, like they're like, you know, we got the dance cam. It's like arms, legs, chest, shoes. White man. Yeah, so, so, so everybody be doing everybody. On. It don't matter the I'm color. On. Everybody be bouncing and I'm on. Hey, they be doing like the Fortnite dance and shit. I'm like, oh, y'all different there. You tell they're doing like uh, country line dancing or river dancing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. It's great, man. Halftime square dance and a one and a two. <laughs> Rod, I just dis- I discussed my uh my cake. Mm-hmm. Situation. Cake is a cake a is, a, is a stand-in. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> Discuss it earlier. You There's got layers a, to this cake. Yeah, you got a serious <laughs> on the Monday podcast. You got a you got a solid thank you and shout out. Oh, as did man. everybody else in the in the chat. No, 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 thank brother. We and got the wife, of course, and the wife, of course, Karen got the lion's share because, yeah, uh, I said earlier she was she's the MVP <laughs> of this team. Yes, <laughs> she's the M- she's the middle of the night. Uh, hold me in the bed, tell me it's going to be all right. She's uh, she's <laughs> the MVP. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. give me these notes. Uh, give me these uh, whatever we got. Comment. We got some emails and some comments. 
and um, we got a few comments. Just, just for the hubris, I'm watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives with Guy Fieri, mm-hmm. and Guy Fieri has on a T-shirt that says Guy Fieri on it. I'm nice. like, really, dude? Really? In case you, in case you don't know who this guy is, <laughs> <laughs> you got a T-shirt on that says Guy Fieri. Does it have flames coming out of it too? Jesus. Speaking of New York, he he opened one of his like flavor town restaurants in Times Square. And then all the locals were like, oh, it's chain, stupid chain. I'm like it's Times Square. It's not. Yeah. They have a Bubba Gump shrimp company there too. Like it's. Yeah. That's, that's, what, what, that's what people like me go and blow our money and do pointless shopping. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the only place I've ever even seen a Bubba Gump shrimp is in Times Square. I've never seen that store anywhere. I've never been. That restaurant any place though. I've, I've never seen that restaurant anywhere. There's one mm-hmm. in Times Square. <laughs> I'm assuming it's still there. Maybe that's what Flavortown is now or whatever that place is called. <laughs> Guy Fieri's Flavortown. Uh, we got an email from Jeff. Titled Vegas feedback. makes Vegas makes sense, Keisha. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, makes Cancun sense. Airport makes sense. Oh, Orlando, perfect sense. Universal Studios, perfect sense. <laughs> uh, Jeff says, "What's up, three Go crew and sock puppet?" Singular. Uh, I just wanted to add my comment to the whole HBCUs and NFL players coming back coaching. It's wild to me that a lot of black NFL players are carrying the white man's water on the issue. And that black people are eating it up. It goes to show that we internalize a lot of white supremacy ourselves and dress it up mm-hmm. as black empowerment. I also hate the fact that we're arguing over football and that having spotlight on football will bring empowerment to HBCUs. I guess if awareness is the goal we want, then we want then the argument is valid. However, football is not a profitable model and actually puts more schools in further debt than actually benefits them. The truth is, yes. that football costs more schools to be in the red, and that includes a majority of the FBS schools. Also, this lends the true to be true for even some of the Power Five schools. An example being the University of Colorado. Yes, the same one Dion went to. This school actually functions in the red based on its athletic program. The thing that is different about these schools is that PWIs can find the money and have access to money that HBCUs could never have. I think if every Dion and every other black person who says they care about HBCUs really cared about them, then the focus should not be on HBCUs, but on the obstacles that they face. I believe what makes HBCUs great is the education and community that it provides us. I believe if we focus more on that than football, then we could be better, better serve the schools in our community. Also, the data on athletics and football can be found at the Knight Newhouse Organization, K-N-I-G-H-T, Knight Newhouse Organization, Love the show as always, and sorry if this was long, but I am tired of these N-words talking bad about HBCUs with no context. Say that again. Rod, what do you think, man? You went. Oh, you know um, I feel, but you went. Uh, I mean, I think it's disgraceful what Ed Reed is doing. Mm-hmm. I think this being it's the something. legacy, this being the legacy of Deion Sanders, um, we're already seeing um, that the impact he's having is uh, tremendous uh ha- tremendously harmful um i think ed reed had the camera pointed at him uh the whole time he was on ig live uh he was doing his um even when he gave his uh quote-unquote farewell speech to the kids it was on camera to go out to the internet it was never about the university he could give a fuck about them kids or that university in my opinion um and i think it's just a stepping stone it's, it's just a way for them to get around the fact that they would have to put in a lot of work Definitely. to become a coach at a PWI. Mm-hmm. And so they know that they're, uh, they're taking advantage of the black love and the black belief yes. that we have. And we go, 
we we're we're believing that you have a genuine heart and that you're going to come in here and live up to these promises you're making and uh then they then we and then the whole time they're going to throw us under the bus and when they were going to ed the only the mistake ed made is that he was throwing them under the bus before he even took the fucking job right if you think he was gonna stay there and then be a coach for a couple years and not throw them on the bus under the bus on the way out or throw them under the bus when they went four and four and six um (laughs) like um but the only (laughs) yeah the only thing i have to add that probably well if they were winning he'd take all the credit yeah. Um, the only thing I have to add that's a little different um than what y'all heard, because you know, I obviously I don't even believe in HBCUs becoming fucking football factories. I think that's the, among the, the dumbest fucking ideas we have had. Uh, um like if, if we're just gonna measure ourselves by like the exploitative NCAA PWI model of athletics, then why the fuck? what is the purpose of an HBCU then? This is supposed to be the one place where you're a fucking human and not just a fucking money-making football machine. But, uh, so I don't think we need to chase that model. It's, it, it's one of those things where like, if somehow you manage to be good at athletics, that's fine. But every we should be worried about making sure everybody on that team is able to like succeed if they don't go to the NFL. We should not be measuring success in just football. So anyway... The only thing I have to add that uh, I haven't heard people say and uh, not to admonish my HBCUs, but we need to stop doing this. Right. The next one of these fucking uh, snake oil salesmen that comes through talking about I'm going to coach these kids. You need to say no, thank you. And then take serious candidates who know what HBCU culture is um, because there's nothing wrong with holding an administration accountable. There's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, um, uh, trying to protect the, chip, the the kids, but there's something wrong with throwing us under the bus to white people to advance yourself under the name of blackness that only works as far as you are concerned. It's Deion Sanders' blackness that is more important than Jackson State's blackness. It is Ed Reed's blackness that is more important than Bethune Cookman's black blackness. With Reggie Reggie Theus as the fucking like age the AD AD yeah. So like he basically threw Reggie Theus under the bus too, you know. So like uh, that's what I believe. I think we need to stop whatever this shit is. I, I know Jamel Hill wrote that thing. We don't need to do that, y'all. And it is, and we see why. Because this, for the record, these dudes are no less or no more fucked up than the white coaches. So, like, this is what the white coaches be doing in them universities. It's just not as flagrantly out there as this. They know how to code switch. But this is what white coaches, this is what Lane Kiffin does. This is what... right. All these coaches that keep getting raises to stay at universities, they were never going to leave. This is the kind of shit they do. They throw you under the bus and and, they, and they, I'll leave and I'll take my kids. And then you bet you, another six million, Mr. Saban. All right. I guess I'll come back and be the highest paid motherfucker of all time again. You know, <laughs> be the so. highest paid state employee. Right. Yes. Right. right, so, right. So I think I think that's where I landed on it. Yeah. And and also, I think for me, what they don't talk about, once you get into like sports like this, you know what goes up? Tuition. 
You know what goes up? The standards of admission. You know what goes up? It's harder to get in now. Like, like these things happen too that people don't want to talk about. So the people that the university would have open arms to all of a sudden would not qualify to go to these universities because now, you know, we can't have a, not trying to be funny, a bunch of people on Pell Grants anymore. We actually need whole, hard, cold cash and loans right, and shit right. like this. Why? Because now we got to keep up the football field. We got to keep up the basketball courts. We got to keep up these things. We got to pay for accommodations. We Now we have to invest in the upgrading and all these other things, these expectations that you have for these larger universities. Yes, HBCUs should have very high standards. HBCUs should, should qualify more. And the thing is, PWIs have issues too. PWIs have problems too. PWIs have financial aid issues too. Like, like that's across all universities. Not according to Ed Reed and Deion Sanders. You know, but, also, but I don't even think, I don't even think it's a matter of like HBCUs should have high standards and shit. One of the reasons that HBCUs work better for black people than PWIs is because they're not using the traditional standards and they will give you a chance. You know, like... Right. Uh, I, I remember being in school and, you know, when I first got there, because I was an excellent school student in high school, when I first got there, I was expecting everybody to be like excellent students from wherever the fuck they was from. And we just going to all be nerdy and up together. But instead, it reminded me of my neighborhood I grew up in. It was kid people of all types in there. And I loved that because I loved my neighborhood. And some of those people would not have graduated anywhere else because right. it's not about being smart or dumb or lower standards. It's literally, they wouldn't have got a chance. They would, the, the teachers wouldn't have had the room to help them. Uh, it would have been too many fucking people. Um, they wouldn't have had a support group of uh, people culturally like themselves. So they would have had to ingratiate themselves into a white culture while also trying to ingratiate themselves into the school culture and for those some people, it would have been too much. It's the reason that there's a higher dropout rate for black students at PWIs. Doesn't mean that PDL PWIs can't be successful or black people that go there are bad or something. It doesn't mean right. any of that. We're just talking about something that white people take for granted every motherfucking day, which is when they go to Ohio State, they don't go, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't see no white people like they don't know. They don't have that. And the shit that all the microaggressions that we have to deal with, it's you see those kids that are like starting movements where it's like I when I got to school, they asked me, like, are you from are your parents from Africa? You know, can right. I touch your hair? This is shit you don't have to deal with. And and, right, and right, so right. we need these universities, but we don't need them to become athlete factories. It's just fucking short sighted and dumb. And it is not the money maker you think it is. When you think of moneymaker, you're talking about probably 25 schools. Not even really. Yeah, like most maybe 25 schools. Out of 160, I think. Yeah, we're not talking about every fucking PWI just raking in money playing football. Y'all are going to get into some shit. And then the, you think the universities are in financial trouble. Now, wait until it's like we were depending on the football team to bail us out and and since that didn't work, we got to raise tuition and room and board and shit. Nah, man, don't do that. I mean, when I was in school, every black student that you saw was an exceptional student. And then every white student that you saw, there were some exceptionals, 
just a guy. The majority of them were just mediocre kind of. Okay, right. Blah, blah, blah. So every Black student that you saw on my university had to work their ass off to get there. Yep. Outside. No, of, no they're, they're only there because of affirmative action. Outside right. of athletics. Which is so, about to go away, by the way, when this next Supreme Court thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting in class and this dude asks a question. And then like me and the other Black guy in there look at each other, and then we both look at him like, the fuck? <laughs> it was this dummy. <laughs> and then all the other white people in there are like, oh, that's a good question. And we're like, no, that's not a good question. <laughs> right. when, when people say there are no dumb questions, yeah, there are dumb questions. Right. <laughs> right. Stop. Sorry, you just have to be nice about it as a teacher. <laughs> look, at look, at Do- look at Dr. April laughing in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's real shit, though, man. It's like, goddamn I- well, there's dumb questions. You just have to be nice about it as a teacher. Like, you like just don't know, double- so I'm going to educate you. That's the double sided of it, right? Because you got to be excellent to get into PWI, but then you treat it like you ain't supposed to be there. Like, you the dumbass yeah. just by default of being black. And it's why black people you unite. Like it's why you you go to a P. Like I don't even get into the debate because if you go to mm-hmm. a PWI and you black, black people find you're gonna other. be hanging with black people. It's right. and exactly. it, unless you just on some like I'm a just I'm a straight up coon and I don't like yeah. black people shit. You you gonna end up at the black student union. You gonna end up at the motherfucking Omega party. You're going to end up there. So it, to me, it's just, you know, a pointless argument, but I just don't think the HBCUs need to copy the uh, PWI model of, of big athletics. It's just not what we think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my... By the way, it takes my, years to build those big athletics programs. Yeah. Don't just build that and you don't, do it, uh, you don't do it with just a big name coach staying two years. It's just right. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, first week on campus... Somebody asked me uh, which athletic scholarship I was on. And I was uh-huh. like, I'm on an academic scholarship. Thank you. Yeah. And they were like, oh, what? wait, what? And I was like, right. yeah, I'm not here to play sports. And low key, like the other thing is, and people don't advocate for this, but I do. Some niggas need to be mediocre. It's nothing right. wrong with a mediocre ass motherfucker getting a degree. They do it all the time. Everybody ain't got to be keeping your eyes on the prize as, you know, I'm saying inspirational stories. Sometimes I knew dudes that just smoked weed for five years and got a degree, you know, and I was like, good, (laughs) because you know who else does that? All these motherfuckers at DPWIs do that. But we George W. Bush does that. We don't he can be the president. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah, for he us, was a straight mediocre student. Right. For mm-hmm. us, it's this weird ass like respectability around the shit. I'm like, it's like, well, if you go to HBCU, you gonna you, I mean, you is your degree gonna be worth anything? Yes, bitch. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I still have the same standards that the PWIs did. A lot of times my degree is a fraction of the cost. And when the um, if you've ever worked in corporate America. When they start trying to do these diversity recruitment shit, they always Googling the local HBC. They they going down. Now, all of a sudden, they want to come find your ass because they know that's where the niggas at. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rather than to try to like do the do the work of combing through the PWI to be like, y'all got some Negroes around? Like, no, no, no. That we'll just go to a pool of Negroes and yeah. and start plucking out the ones that we want, you know? Yeah. And yeah. on the low, what they don't tell you is for some white people, they might not even brag about it, but a lot of white people that graduate from HBCUs, they actually get minorities. Uh, scholarships because yeah. a lot of times they are not the bulk of the people so a lot of times they end up getting more money and shit because they're not the highest population like on the low so that something. shit people don't talk about either every white person i know who's gone to an hbcu had a ball right before year everyone i know who's one had a but except for rachel dolezal i don't know what happened to her <laughs> but the rest of them that i know had a ball she had, had two good ball. times uh, Swagoo was talking about that on on Bomani's podcast. Yeah. They were talking about he was like, I knew the one white dude on the football team was a kicker from Germany, <laughs> who was an exchange <laughs> student from Germany who came from Germany to kick, and he got he got picked up at the HBCU that Swagoo went to, and he said he had a ball, <laughs> he had a ball. Before, yeah, because we accept you. everybody. You know, I don't know why yeah. they think we just these rejecting ass people. We couldn't survive if we rejected everybody. I look at it like this. If you've come to this HBCU, you made a choice. Yes, you <laughs> so did. So. You clearly, <laughs> you made a choice. But it's you could have gone white. anywhere. A lot of times, the white people for, for our school, Fayetteville State, they lived off campus. They were local. Military. Some were like moms, you know, like they, and it's a resource for them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, they, and trust, when they get that degree, they're not worried about their they're not gonna be like, yeah, I graduated with an English major, but it's Fayetteville State. Man, they gonna put that motherfucking diploma on their wall just as proud because it's yep. this is it's still a degree. It, the only people that end up getting a complex about it are people that have some level of anti-blackness within them. Right. Like, we don't say this shit about women's universities, we don't say this shit about Jewish universities. Well, you know what I'm saying? The only people, we wouldn't even say this shit about Christian universities. Catholic schools, and, yeah. Yeah, and we know them Christian universities fraudulent as fuck. And yeah, the only liberty. ones that we got this <laughs> question about, how you going, so so you going to an HBCU, now how is that going to work when you get in corporate America? Yeah, how you going to act around white people? You know, how I was like, nigga, I walk outside every day, white people are everywhere, the fuck? That's a stupid ass question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need yeah, we need like Ray good. Lewis to get a job at a historically Christian university or an <laughs> HCU. Because <And throw> <laughs> that's exactly him and Ed Reed could fit right in right there. Because I care about these kids. Tell you what, Ed Reed, the shit he did to Shannon Sharp, I'm like, okay, that's bitch shit. You've already shown that you have a problem just just talking normally, but now you're now you're doing fuckery. What are you doing? Well, we got to set that up. He put DMs. He, 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 Ed Reed did a couple of things. Shannon Sharp went on TV and talked about that situation. And then Ed Reed did it live on Instagram calling out Shannon Sharp. Then he posted some DMs they had together, which were not incriminating. Right? They weren't bad. but he was I know. Posting. I was like, this is, this is bad? This yeah. is, he was like literally trying to reach out to that dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so why are you making this public? There's no, you're not dunking on anybody. What are you doing? Yeah, um, that's a, that made me feel like some Antonio Brown shit. And at that point, I was like, this dude just might not be stable. And once nope. again, goes back to the original question I have. The fuck were y'all thinking, Bethune-Cookman? Yeah. Right. <laughs> this dude make it through stunt an interview? Casting. They were just thinking yeah. stunt casting. That's all. Stunt casting. Don't do that. Uh, I don't are- think so, Burgers. Burgers asses at Reed Okay. It, I don't I, think doesn't so. look like it. <laughs> 
like you saw that interview he did with Shannon yeah. and like his lawyer dude or whoever was like talking to the camera. Every was, was yeah, Roland like Martin. This. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, Roland Martin. Yeah, every was in the back line. What? I'm gonna pull that up. Well, no, like I'm like, dude, <laughs> he asking you a question. Answer the fuck. You supposed to be? Are you gonna do press conferences like this? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull that one up because that one, it did seem like what like is he seemed like. I don't know. It, it was kind of childish the way he was acting. He was um, on Roland Mart with a lawyer talking about his departure from Bethune Cookman. Bro, have other have other HBCUs reach out to y'all. Oh, I like that ascot role. You've been in contact with other H, uh, head coaches from HBCU. I turned down the Jackson State job to come here, Roland Mart. I mean, he, he was came off the top row. What happened? So angry. You know, you know where he needs to go? Kwame Brown's podcast. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. Bro, have other have other HBCUs reach out to y'all? We've been in contact with other H, uh, head coaches from HBCU. I turned down the Jackson State job to come here, Roland Martin. Jackson State called call me, Deion Sanders. And this is where I don't understand. He says he turns down the turned down the job at Jackson State, but Deion Sanders called. I don't think Deion has the authority to hire people nope. at Jackson mm-hmm. State, but he says Deion called him about Jackson. Call State. me himself, man. What? So, so every listen. <laughs> that poor lawyer is like, okay, let let me let me correct this. Offers before Bethune Cookman in previous oh, years from from, uh, from bro. So, oh, I'm sorry, bro. For, for the, <laughs> the lawyer had to put the hand on his back. Like, hey, man, let me let me be the lawyer. Ed Reed looks like he's about to say something about Yaku. <laughs> or, Come on, weather machine is incense burning, or, alkaline water. Yeah, alkaline water. It, it's giving me like what is going on with your look, man? It's giving me this vibe of like I don't want to get into the details because they wouldn't ne- necessarily make me look good. So I'm gonna perform. Like yeah, this feels right. like a performance to me of. I care so much about these kids. Damn. <laughs> it's like, hey man, so if you care about the kids, why were you on the why are you, you know, shitting on the university? That didn't seem like it right. was like the kids. Oh, good time called me, man. Can't you see? <laughs> Damn, this him right now. <laughs> there have been other the poor lawyer trying to be all politically correct. Been in previous right. years from other rambling from uh, from Bro, um, I'm sorry, bro. From other HBCUs, there, there's been opportunities for Ed to be a head coach at, at multiple colleges. This was well. Then this should then he could just call one of them back. Like this should right. be the end of the world. He shouldn't be this but upset. How I'm gonna shit on them colleges before I get that job there, man. Right. He called all, me. He told me, it man. Sounds like the phone me. calls might have stopped. They're all covered in trash. Every single Obama one. University. I hired him. Not now. Yeah, I would not hire him. I was gonna go to Howard, man, but they got roaches. They ain't shit, man. Like they don't care about the kids. Like I care about the kids, man. Only white people care about their kids. <laughs> he just starts roasting every HBCU. <laughs> going down I, the list. I went down to Hampton, man. The fucking parking lot got potholes in it and shit, man. I couldn't even park my range over there. My wheels was falling off, man. God damn. I gotta call you gotta from turn Delaware sideways, state. turn sideways, turn sideways. <laughs> Is Delaware even a state? I never even heard of that place. <laughs> but I, and Prime was right. A student gets shot every three you seconds. Turn sideways. What? what, sir? <laughs> I went to Houston Tillerson. 
Between, cool. between, between every sentence his lawyer is trying to help like, like yeah. what, what my client is trying to say is that uh there were some rumors working for that check uh in the process that I turned sideways and looked up at something on the wall <laughs> <laughs> we can't confirm or deny oh i'm sorry brother hold on i gotta give him a hug in the middle i'm sorry y'all <laughs> let me let me console ed reed real quick ed reed rambling from uh, from Bro, so, Calm. I'm sorry, bro. From, from other HBCUs, there, there's been opportunities for Ed to be a head coach at, at multiple colleges. This was a, a, an opportunity, the location, the campus, everything about Bethune-Cookman was extremely appealing, which led him to ultimately Except for all the trash. This. You know what you know was extremely appealing about Bethune-Cookman? Uh, that they were willing to offer impressed. him a head coaching job without any experience. Without the yes. word. That's what was that's Everybody what was else was like, nigga, you're going to have to be an assistant coach. He was like, I don't yeah. want that job. He handed them a blank sheet of paper for his resume. <laughs> it was like, you got the job. They want you, had a, you had us at Ed Reed. Coach. They just want to step into the head coach position. That's it. No experience. They don't want to do, they don't want to do yeah. the work. They don't want to do the right. process. Mm-mm. Like you had us at when we recognized your face coming in the office. We, <laughs> right. we really didn't care what your qualifications Understand? Yeah. That, yeah, we understand that she was a pro football player, blah, 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 right. whatever. You <laughs> still have to go through the process, everybody else. Let me ask you this, Ed. How many followers you got on Instagram? You go live a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he wore his. Uh, How many followers do I got? <laughs> his, his lawyer. What I got to be about my fuck. His lawyer is. Followers don't mean how I'm gonna help these kids. His lawyer is speaking like a man that's already got the check cashed. Right. How many? Oh yeah, that check in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> it was I'm direct deposit. I'm trying to help these kids. Okay, can you can you name five kids? Can you just name five of the players on the team? He made him wild at before they went on TV. Uh, you got a big man. (laughs) Why I got to name these kids? Why I got to name them? What? (laughs) He he looked at his phone. His phone said ding. He was like, okay, we can go on interview. Uh, You got a young cuz. Um, I think he play on the defense or something. Fat Slim. Um, I think that's one of them names. Trying to help him out too. He just has he just You got number eleven. Yeah, yeah. It's 21. all numbers. It's all numbers to football. Any got, real coach, any real football coach, to tell you it's all numbers. Just, oh, I, I, I got high hopes. Dreads. My man, my uh, man he quarterback. Shoes. Uh, quarterback. He he ah! he won. I'll try to help him out. <laughs> I call him lefty. He's left-handed. He left-handed. <laughs> we hadn't seen everything, but just the lay of the land, the campus. The location and proximity. I mean, Ed Reed is having a breakdown right next to yes, this lawyer. He is. Man. It's a performance, man. Opportunity at other institutions. Yeah. It uh, really I is. came here. I was impressed. We hadn't seen everything but just the lay of the land, the campus, the location and proximity to the beach. We thought this would be a great opportunity, especially being in Florida, too. Very uh yeah, yeah, you know, that's a performance and, and, where he is trying to um make himself the victim of all this shit that he started. Correct. And and and, and then it shuts down questions. Cause every time you ask him anything, he goes into this this fit and you're like, oh I guess it must be too painful for him to say whatever. It's like motherfucker, you can't be a coach then. This is not the temperament of a coach. What you gonna do when y'all lose a game on fucking interception and shit and so and right. what happened on fourth and long? Ah 
<laughs> I just care so much about that first down. Dude, you just <laughs> care so much. What is happening here? We lost Randolph. Oh, shit. What happened? No, I'm back. Oh, okay. 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 We don't okay, see I'm you. here. I'm here. Okay. I clicked that. The sound went and I. Oh. Click the video on accident. <laughs> this is a thing where he went live. Ed Reed went live. I guess talking to Shannon Sharp. Uh, you need a you need a ring light, Ed. From his yeah, Instagram, he's this poorly lit. It's kind of blurry. But Shannon Sharp, yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Shay Shay. Get out the club, Shay Shay, and talk to me. Call me. Ask me. Ask me. And I tweeted at you. And I called you that because I need you to come out. You understand? No. This ain't focusing on negativity. But I need him to call me. See, he's a Hall of Famer. I'm a Hall of Famer. Put the Hennessy down and come holler at me. You want to yell across the room yell across the court? Yeah, the comments are not very positive. Well, Well, here's the thing. No, no, no. Go back. The comments, and this is why I say I this is not about the kids. The comments are all oh he he talked to him. Oh, five flame emojis. Yeah. Oh, you you got this. We hey, we don't believe, we know you telling the truth. And then like every fifth one is like, hey man, this ain't good. But yeah, he, the point, <laughs> that's the, point that's, the like, that's the comment you want to focus on. You right. He he going to where he getting the yeah. the the individualized. Uh, love and cult following and support that doesn't ask questions because if you want to go somewhere where ain't nobody gonna ask questions, you go to your Instagram live, right? They chose to follow you, right? They right. happy to have some content. This can't, this is not about the kids. He could be talking to the administration right now, right? He could have scheduled a fucking press conference or meeting with them. He could have fucking, uh, he got Shannon Sharp number. Like, this is this is performance, yeah. And and also, I'm a and maybe this is just me. I think that nigga thought he had the job in the bag, no matter what he did. I'll just side. So he acted a fool and it was like, mm, you ain't signed no paperwork Honestly, yet. We can, can actually back out of this. Honestly, I'm not even sure at this point. I wonder if he took the job knowing he was going to do this and the whole time and not take the job. Like part of his temperament makes me wonder. Oh, OK. Maybe think- better. It'll be a better look for me to shit on them. Right, like to do the easy part of what Dion did, not the hard part of staying there and working. Right, and, and I come out looking like you know I cared so much about the kids mm-hmm. rather uh-huh. than you know now nah, I've been doing the work. Behavior, yeah, his behavior. Is like, is I'm wondering terrible. what his end game is because I don't think he has an end game. Don't I don't, don't, think don't give him that looks, much. Money. I don't think it looks like what he thinks it looks like. No, right. that's that's I what I agree. That's why I'm agreed. At. I think in his mind, he thought this shit would look like I care so much about these kids, but also they unfairly got rid of me. PWIs, y'all, y'all hiring? <laughs> and yeah. no, they're not. And you know, I'm a university. I'm gonna be like, mm, yeah, no, we're gonna pass. Well, this whole thing he's treated Bethune Cookman like they're an opponent. You know, they're like he's opposed right. to them. There's it's not like we're working together, whatever the situation is with trash on campus, if there's even a problem, there's see, no working the together. Thing. Yeah. And here's the thing like with, I said last week, he posted these pictures and videos. I'm like, I don't see any trash. I don't see any. No before, after, right. No before, no after, no nothing. What are you he, talking about? He got the students riled up um, and they protested on campus. 
uh, because and and they have been living in terrible conditions because they had two hur- hurricanes hit the campus within like a month of each other. Um, and Reggie Theus was was even talking about it. The uh, the AD like it's, it was expensive. The the whole football team had to be on the road. They had to they had to make sure they got fed, had a had room and board and stuff while they could not return back to campus. So you're looking at the program like, how is this program losing money? It's like, because we do care about the kids. Right. We wasn't out there like, good luck. See you in a month if you can make it back. Like, they, we are dedicated to these kids, and it costs money to be dedicated to these kids. And, it, and that means you're not going to look at the football program and go, damn, they 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 get money over fists. Like, it's all going back into the fucking program. In fact, there's a couple, because uh, we already touched on a couple more comments about that Asia comments. And one thing folks do not know about the Bethune-Cookman College story is a Hurricane Ian hit their campus. So they're still rebuilding from that. Also, big reminder to everyone, HBCUs are majorly underfunded. Tennessee State is owed half a billion dollars from the state of Tennessee. Yeah, the um, states refused. Okay, so the federal, we've talked about this before, <clears throat> happened in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. The federal government allocates millions of dollars to be doled out to these things, and the state, not wanting to give it to black people, just sits on the money, just sits on it. And then what happens? I haven't read, I haven't watched y'all's God. Did you write the, the, uh, no, 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 Sydney wrote the deep dive about Brett Favre. I haven't seen it yet. I watched the one on Real Sports. It's interesting. Did y'all did y'all sync that with Real Sports? No, nah, we did our own thing. Okay, I didn't know. Not to not to say you did. Did you sync the timing of it? Yeah. Oh no, no, nah, we bro. I didn't. We didn't even know. It Y'all didn't know. Yeah. Or yeah. or if someone knew it was above me, you know what I'm yeah, saying? It could be. Yeah, it could, could be. be. That I, would be a smart thing to do because somebody's put in in uh, in and in like you know Brett Favre HBO. Right. Both y'all shit is coming up. <laughs> yeah, nobody going to say the what about Brett Favre to Bomani ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to watch that actually a little while later. Um they give the Stacy's money and then the state just refuses to give it to black people. Yep. Just refuses. Maryland, thank you Anthony. Maryland did it here with HBC 15-year federal lawsuit. That mm-hmm. means the federal government had to come after them 15 years to get this money to dole it out to HBCUs. Uh, Morgan was it Morgan State lost their accreditation? I think it was Morgan State that lost their accreditation. Wherever Jason Johnson teaches at, they had 577 million. They lost 577 million dollars, right? <laughs> that they just were like, We're not gonna give it to them, we're just not gonna give it right. to them. And then, and then we'll go and blame the university, right? And people dealing in anti blackness will then blame the university and be like, Why is the standard of living so low? Right. Why you know what, what's up with the with the with the with the meals? What's up with the football program? Well, uh, we're operating on a five hundred seventy-seven million dollar uh, deficit right now. So, right, and <laughs> it might be a little lean up in this bitch. Yeah, and what they did to uh, North Carolina A and T uh, here in North Carolina, they have like a thing where they go your student exception or or, or like your student enrollment can only be but so high. And they went over that. So the state literally took like a billion dollars away from the university because they was like, you, you, your, who you, the, uh, the amount of students you have is too much. So we're going to punish you by taking away a billion dollars from the university. That makes no goddamn sense. No. Right. Trying to educate no. too many blackists. So, <laughs> so uh, we got to stop hard that. It is to get in the A&T uh, here. Like, uh, if you're a freshman, you get on campus. Everybody else, you, you have most of them live off campus. 
uh, and shit like that. So it's like, and they actually need it because the school continues to grow. Yeah, this is why uh, I was so mad at everybody talking shit about the HBCU presidents that had find Shannon's response. Go ahead, Brian. Um, I'm sorry. But yeah, this is why when those HBCU presidents went to visit Trump and right. people were shitting on them, like yeah. calling them coons and sellouts. And I said, no, you're not going to do this because they have to. If they don't go, we don't have HBCUs. Right. So this ain't like some shit where they had two choices. And one of them was like, man, fuck Trump. We get it ourselves. No, it's fuck Trump. If I can do that properly, stunt on them. I look good, right? As a chancellor, like I'm the one that didn't go. Cool. Maybe Howard could have did that. Maybe, yeah, like maybe was... three or four could have done it. Yeah, three or four max. It Howard Hampton, Spellman. Right. It would have fucked every other HBCU would have been. That's probably about it. And, and it was just to get the bare minimum, by the way. Right. It wasn't like Trump went and like he, he didn't think of beyond. Oh, give him the most funding ever. And then he gave you know what he gave you know what he gave them? You know what he gave them? Actually, he didn't even give him that. I was gonna say, you know what he gave him? He just gave him what, what was owed, but he right. didn't even give Not him even that. that. He made cuts later. He made cuts. This is just what you're owed. <laughs> as 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 vindictive as he is, he it would have been worse if they if they didn't go. Right. So um it was so anyway, all that shit to say, like it's a lot of tremendous pressure on these HBCUs and yeah. The game ain't fair. We know it. And yet somehow we shit on them like they the ones fucking up. Eddie George had the best answer. He's a coach at Tennessee uh, State where he was like, we're owed this money. We need to get our money from the state. And once that is done, we also need to be vigilant about making sure it's allocated where it's supposed to go. And that's the right answer. Because I... Uh, if you listen to the sound of my voice and I I speak, I feel like I speak for everybody on here. None of us is advocating for like some weird ass wild, wild west, uh, uh, grab the money and go ass administrations for HBCUs. All of us are operating under the function of once HBCUs are funded or have the money they're supposed to have, it should go to the kids. And right. We, you know, we ain't trying to see chancellors pull up in a whip. Okay. We, we want to see the kids and the administration, everybody taken care of. Yep. Uh, that's the point. We got through. We still got a couple more comments. This one's a little bit long. So Joe sent us an email titled show us, um, which we already kind of touched on. Brother Mark was reading my mind ever since Ed Reed posted that video of him driving, talking about how he's been picking up trash around Bethune Cookman. All I could think was, where's the trash, though? He obviously has a camera on that phone and seems to know how to use the live video function, but no video of garbage strewn grounds. There's an entire building filled with trash that Ed has seen, but no video. There's an office that belongs to the football coach, also filled with trash. No pictures. Also, he wasn't the coach yet. Maybe they were going to get to the get the office cleaned when the contract was signed. But that's beside the point. No evidence. I think Ed truly believed he was coming in to save Bethune Cookman and all HBCUs. In contrast, I always figured that Dion was in it for Dion. His reputation precedes him. I don't. I don't know that much about Ed, but there was something in his crazed uncle presentation that he had me thinking he was at least sincere, jumping to incorrect and detrimental conclusions. But sincerely, if I'm to take him at his word, who shows up to pick trash before his contract is even signed? That sounds like misguided dedication. I want to avoid lapsing into Acho speak, but brother Ed has the same look that Kanye and Kyrie had during their recent entanglements with popular culture that lost in the desert with no razor and no lotion presence. Complete with loud but incoherent <laughs> rambling. The display is what did him in. 
this part admittedly is is reckless. I think one reason why NFL owners might resist hiring black coaches is the stereotype that they all have a bit of read in them. Consider another coach that made headlines this week. Imagine the same thing being said, but with the flat soda intonations of one Tony Dungy, the NFL's good one, room temperature Herm Edwards, as, as I've called him, uh, does the wrong <laughs> Reverend Dungy get dismissed? Maybe. I don't think it's noticed right away, and there would be a lot more hand-wringing about it. Dungy just said some messed up things this week, but he didn't speak it speak ill of the good people for whom he was seeking a shortcut. So there's that. I know HBCUs and their consistent need to raise funds will continue to consider short-term gains associated with a name brand hire. I just hope that in light of these recent episodes, they get better at vetting potential candidates. Or should we soon look forward to Coach Herschel Walker at some unsuspecting institution? <laughs> oh, Is no. that really going too far considering? Anyway, thanks as always for all you do each week. Yeah, Tony Dungy is a serious piece of shit. You know, you can be a piece of shit. He's just a polite piece of shit. That's all. He's just a polite piece. Of and shit. I think he kind of uh, is at this point doesn't give a shit. Like he's not going right. to hide how he feels about things. Well, there's no consequence for him. He's out in the open these days. So why it. would you hide? I mean, I don't know what part of Reddit he was on, but <laughs> if you start believing the litter box theory, you are yeah. gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's this. conservative and there's like QAnon shit. That's that QAnon shit. That's that yeah. Joe Rogan shit. And yeah. Joe Rogan did the whole, it was my friend's uh, wife who's a teacher. Like, you know, he personalized it, which is what people do yeah. a lot with urban legends. What's her name? Um, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. That's questions I started asking. And Dungey was like, can you believe this? And like, well, no, actually. No, actually, um, we don't. No, I don't. We got a no. comment from Juwan who said, y'all got me thinking about my setup and I'm sitting here in the living room thinking, you know what? These guys are onto something. We can go bigger. So the 65 inch TV is in play as soon as the tax refund is in hand. Game first changer, it was man. first it was the air fryer and now it's a big ass paper thin tv gang 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 <laughs> um yeah you can get 65s are pretty reasonable price wise these yeah, days yeah prices of them have dropped a lot these yeah. tvs used to be a fortune when they first came out you don't have to go with like if you don't want to go with like a super oled 1000 local dimming zones and all that you can get a solid tv for a good price um we got two more comments rafael left a comment and he said, Ed Reed and other wild folks like himself need to take a cue from this East African brother. And of course, Raphael included a, a, a link to a video on Instagram that I have not watched yet. Um, the It's like a meme. It's like a video. It says, help the brother choose one to four. What do you think? And I guess he's choosing between some ladies. Let's get into it. Girl number one, show us what you got. Well, the girl doing the questioning was was she part of it? I don't no, know she's just happened. the host. Okay, so uh, they're having these girls twirl around that you only see them from the waist down. So it's basically. I, mean, I said this is normally opposite. It's the waist down. What yeah. show is this? Yeah, I don't know. He's what telling this you is. exactly what he wants. Asking for uh, asking for research. I'm seeing my, <laughs> right. my future. Yeah, I think I was meant to be a husband, not a doctor. <laughs> so you're liking it, yeah. right? Girl number two. Let's get it. Yes, let's get it. Hey, all right, hey. all right, two. What is this show? Uh, well, no, I never mind. You. Like you can mm-hmm. easily lift and you go to some the sandwiches too. To the balcony, Do some squats and, too. Yeah, I can help you out, baby. Yeah, so she's easy to manage. Mm-hmm. Anger what management. Is right okay. Easy to manage. Girl number three, let's go. It's just an ass contest. 
Wham! Yeah. Confusion. What is this? Booty contest. No, this is where things get tight. Mm-hmm. My heart is telling me someone the else. He just said his heart. I don't know what's wrong with with us and men. Mm-hmm. Did you see the heart in his penis? I like, I like, I like what I'm saying. It's one of these going to be okay. a dude. Yeah. Let's go, girl number four. Okay. I think one of these going to be a dude. They're going to raise a thing that I'm going to be like, you look up here. Oh, all right, four. Yeah. You didn't do that. You didn't I'm going to be his mom. Water fluid. Oh, I hope not. Water. Now this one, eh? <laughs> she knew, she knew, like, she knows uh, uh, my weakness, eh? Already, oh, animal print. So she worked on that. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that she's small. How long is this video? Well, carved and uh, rigged. I like the simplicity. You know, there's being small, but you still have that. But I think mm-hmm. if you stand out, and I'm about to reveal that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, who do you feel you're taking home right now? How, how many am I supposed to shoot right now? You want to look? Yeah, she says she hates this game, but still, number three. Let's my girls. Okay, so out of ten, mm-hmm. girl number three takes eight. Eight out of girl ten. Girl number three, it's and just two. Girl okay. number one um, takes six out of ten. Is this eight. like hot She's or good. not, but in real life? And, uh, Apparently it is. Two. Is that what's happening? I hope they all come from behind the curtain. Uh, she has uh, the, the ventilation, she has the window. The ventilation. What is the, happening right uh, now? Balcony. Brother, if you don't just pick one. <laughs> the ventilation? Or what? Oh, the coochie? Fam. What's happening here? Hey. What is Raphael doing on the internet all day? <laughs> this? The, he didn't pick, the video ended. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> even get the answer. I don't know who he chose. I think we missed the punchline. It's something about ventilation at the end. I'm like, the thing is I'm Instagram. Like I'm assuming it's three. You can't scrub through an Instagram video and move the cursor to where you want. You got to watch the whole thing again. What the hell did we just watch? <laughs> I have that? no idea. What was the point of this? <laughs> and and Raphael here today that we can ask him. Right. He would nice. He would be the one not here today. Yeah. I need to know, too. I'm like the chat room cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. Is that part two? What's happening? <laughs> Raphael set us up. We don't know what happened. Uh, we need answers, Raphael. You gotta let us know the answer. Or maybe he'll send us a, a series of links that uh, reveal the answer when we click through all of them. I just feel like the more you click, the more you're gonna be like, "Why am I doing this? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> getting like, colder. Getting yeah, colder. just like the longer you watch it, the more you just like, I don't. What did we start to watch this for? <laughs> <laughs> and we got one other comment. I love looking at cheeks. I'm just saying. It's, it's just, no, ain't nobody not saying that. <laughs> yeah, it just right. seemed like we needed don't, a Don't misunderstand. We need an answer, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I need to see them come from behind there and see what the hook is, because I know it's something fucked up. Right. I want to see mean, them judge you can't leave a cliffhanger there. Right. Because they, they should oh, be no, able to this is him. my sister. What is she doing behind the curtain, you know? <laughs> yeah, like somebody oh. says, is it NFTs? Right. Yeah. And there's like a sad trombone at the end. Right. Um, <laughs> Kyle left a comment unrelated to past episodes, but didn't Andy buy a VW, a Volkswagen ID4? If so, what do you think? Did you have to pay over MSRP? It's a whole Tell saga. The story. It's a whole saga. Right, let me try to give it. We ordered, we test drove an ID4 in like April of last year and ordered it. All right. Okay. You put down a hundred bucks. It's all refundable if you want to back out. And they're like, okay, you're going to get another email saying put down $400 for like the actual placing of the order. Months go by. We don't get that email. I got a guy at Volkswagen I'm talking to. He's like, that should be like two weeks later. I'm like, it hasn't. It's been four months. And then they finally send the email at four months saying, hey, you're ready for step two, which is give us $400 and lock in your order. 
but 2022s are no longer being made. We're making the 23. So you got to go reconfigure your order. Uh, we were choosing like, you know, the certain features and stuff, but the prices went up because it's a 2023 model. Right. And the prices went up and then they added a plus, a Pro S plus tier, which had all the features that we wanted. The top of the line one. Fine. We did that. Delivery date, November or December. That's what they said. And then there's like a tax incentive that uh, $7,500 federal tax incentive that you get if you order, if you get your car by a certain date, because the Biden's infrastructure or Inflation Reduction Act changed the whole tax thing. So if you get your car before the first of the year, you get the full 7,500. If you get it after the first of the year, you get half of that and maybe a second half, depending on where the batteries were manufactured. It's the whole confusing thing. Yeah, prorated and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. But we're like, okay, well, the estimate says by December. So we're waiting, 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 nothing. And then Volkswagen, like in October, sent us an email. Hey, um, for the plus tier uh, trim, we're no longer offering the premium sound system. Got it. It's like chip shortages. So we're going to take $250 off the car, but you don't get premium sound. That would be a deal breaker for me. My wife didn't care. It's her car. And then they sent another one like a month later. Hey, we're no longer going to give you the charging cable for your car. You have to pay extra for it. Uh, it's like 300 bucks. So let's, you can buy them on Amazon for like 150, but ours is 300 bucks. Interesting. Okay. So then the, the, uh, the next email, not email, I'm looking at the online forums and people are like, oh yeah, I went to pick up my, my 23 uh, ID4. And the dealer was like, we're not doing floor mats anymore. So no floor mats. You got to buy your own floor mats. Okay. So we still expensive ass cars, not to cover fucking floor mats. Ain't that standard? It's over fifty thousand dollars. The car is a fifty is like fifty one, fifty two thousand. But after tax incentives, you take ten thousand off because Virginia and federal. And then my wife's trade in was like twelve thousand. I was gonna kick her a chunk of money because she bought my last two cars. So overall, it was not very expensive. But we're just waiting, waiting, waiting. My guy at the dealership is like texting me in December, like, hey, we got a window for your car. It's going to be somewhere between December 15th and January 8th is when it's going to be delivered. Then he texts me back. Uh, the new window is December 25th through January 14th. Then he texts me back. Okay, they adjusted your window again, December 23rd through January 12th. And then Volkswagen says, they put out an email, if your car has not been manufactured before or assembled before January 4th it the price goes up 1500 more dollars what now, we ordered our car in April and it's still not being assembled so January 4th goes by our car goes up again in price <gasps> so now we're just like sitting there like well what are we going to do so then on top of that the Electrify America charging network, which is the public charges, has had all these problems. Like in December, November, December, January, they, they're unreliable. They're breaking down. People are going to charge. It doesn't charge their car. It's a whole thing. Simultaneous to that, Tesla comes out and says, we're dropping the prices of all of our cars. So they dropped the Model Y by $13,000, which brings it cheaper than the Volkswagen that we have on order because the Volkswagen price keeps going up. So we rented a Model Y to see if my wife would like it. Rented right. one for two days. She liked it, so we ordered it. Model Y is currently also getting the full tax incentive, although at some point it's going to probably be cut in half, but I think we'll get it before then. So so we have a we have two cars on order. We're going to probably cancel the Volkswagen eventually. Right. But the Tesla 
is cheaper. My wife liked it a lot. I was actually surprised she liked it that much. And also, uh, it's going to actually get made and show up one day. Because now Volkswagen, when we log into our Volkswagen account, the new estimate for our car delivery is May to June of 2023. They keep pushing no, it out. You're wasting my time. This is over a year. And also, because now, because my wife's car last year, if we would have gotten this car right away, last year, we would have got about 12 grand for the trade-in. Now it's like 10 grand because it's a it's a 2015 car and it's now it's an eight-year-old car, not a seven-year-old car. Uh, Tesla even has a trade-in feature you can do on the app where you can tell them what kind of car you have. Tesla offered us 9,000, but CarMax- Are you worried about Tesla locking y'all down on the highway and just- And we're not going to get full self-driving. That's 15,000 okay. extra dollars. It's going to be a regular car. Uh, my wife's mother lives in a rural area, and so the charging network is important because it, there aren't a lot of chargers going out that way. So we need reliable chargers. Tesla's chargers are very simple. You just plug in and walk away. All the non-Tesla chargers are starting to have problems. Uh, so we're going to roll with the Tesla probably. Um, if the Volkswagen shows up earlier, I don't know. You can get ID4s now. You can get the lower trim levels. You can just walk into a dealership and get one. But we wanted the plus trim because it had the extra features like a 360 camera and stuff that my wife wanted. So we just can't get it. Just not making it. We don't know what's going on. They keep taking features off and raising the price, you know, and we're losing money by waiting for our trade in because our car is getting older. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah, a lot of of that is the shortage. Like a lot of people underestimate we're still in the shortage. Like PlayStation made that announcement, PlayStation 5. We don't have a shortage of PlayStation. Well, bitch, I can't just walk in and there's a hundred PlayStations sitting up and I can just pick one and walk out. So there's still it's a shortage of shit. And a lot of car makers like Tesla took parking sensors off their bumpers, which I think is bullshit, but they did it. Um, they said they're going to use their camera system for to help that, but they haven't implemented that yet. Um, a lot of car makers are taking off little features like this little thing, that little thing. And they're just like, either going to lower the price a little bit or just just say, hey, chip shortage, what are you going to do? Um, so Volkswagen keeps taking features away and their software is glitchy. It's not as good as Tesla's and they're not up. They had this whole thing, this update thing for the older ID4s to update their software. The 2023 comes with the updated software, but the older ones don't. Mm-hmm. They couldn't update it unless you took it to a dealership and got a new battery installed and all this stuff. You. And now they, they just canceled that. They're like, Hey, we're going to cancel the update program. So older ID4s don't get the update now. So I'm losing confidence in in Volkswagen, but it's, and paying that much for a car, it's like you know you got to have some confidence. Tesla will eventually open up their charging network to non-Teslas, like they do in Europe, where the charging network isn't going to matter. They're probably going to do it very soon because they need to raise money. <laughs> and correct, I think, I think this is part of. I think the reason Tesla lowered their prices was they had a surplus. No one was buying Teslas at the end of last year. Elon Musk. No one was buying them. Up. The Elon thing. Uh, the, they oh they jacked up the prices. They were too expensive. They weren't getting. They weren't eligible for tax incentives. So why would you buy that when you could buy something else and save ten thousand? Um, Tesla dropped their prices because they need to make money. And now they think they're going to open up their charging network and charge people to make money. But so far they haven't. So meanwhile, uh, we're just sitting there waiting. It's going to be a year before we get our our brand new car. You know so. But I, you know what? I liked the Tesla. I liked the Model Y. I, we drove it around for a couple of days. The Memphis I'm glad Police you did. Have, the Memphis I'd like them to get rid of Department. Elon, but uh, that'll right? happen eventually. You know. The Memphis Police Department announced Saturday that it will permanently deactivate the department's Scorpion unit. Well, they're going to deactivate the Scorpions. Okay, not all those cops are bad, though. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, Rod. 
Hashtag uh, not all scorpions. But they do have the name scorpions. So... scorpions. You know, y'all never heard that that story about how you help a scorpion cross the river. You know, no, I heard the one with the scorpion on your back, and yeah, you, you and a scorpion both back. die because yeah, the, the scorpion say I'm a scorpion. The frog, right? Was a scorpion and a yeah. frog. And then you know it stings you in the back because it's a frog, and he says, "I'm hey, I am a scorpion. That's my yeah, nature. Yeah, trying to protect the sir. Yeah, yeah, keep these streets clean." Let's bring this home, Annie, because we got other stuff to do. I got other. Yeah, you know, we've been podcasting for a while. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Let's wrap it up. Well, you guys can do your own research on uh, Good Morning America or, <laughs> or DJ Holmes because we didn't get to that one. Um, and or we'll cover it next week because that story might still yeah. be in the news next week. Did y'all yeah. talk about Acho and 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 Whitlock? Yes, we did. Did you want to weigh in a little bit? Oh no, no. I, 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 we I, talked I about it. We talking... talked about it at length on Monday. But you want to weigh yeah, in? A I'm not bit trying too. to make you go back. I just want to know so that I can know what I got to look forward to on Monday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just... we talked about it. The, the one thing we didn't get to, which I'll pull up the video real quick, is Two Chains found his father's stash of money. Uh, <laughs> everyone should look for your father's stash of money because oh, he rolled father... them. He rolled it up tight too. Yeah, he rolled up. He this is his father died ten years ago. He was getting work. Wow. You gotta tell you gotta tell people, man. He was getting worked on in his basement, and like the maintenance guy found this bag of money and gave it to him. You know, he didn't try to take it. Luckily, somebody help me. Well, you gotta give it to the maintenance man, don't you? You gotta give something. I mean, these are unless you got unless you got grandkids, then yeah. you give it to your, you give it to your grandkids. But you gotta give the maintenance guy something. <laughs> I had a busted pipe in the basement. They fixed my basement, and then they found, uh, I guess this is my pop's old stash. So he passed. Oh, my gosh. What is it? When he did this, this is before you were born. What? See, heard that off screen. said, this is before you were born. Yeah, he said he was... He said his dad was a hustler. His dad, he said he never saw his dad work, but his dad always had money, and he was, like, involved in some hustling. Oh, he was working. <laughs> so he never clocked in, but he was working. Who, who rolls it like that? A criminal girl, <laughs> right? And so uh, his father's like lifestyle maybe lent itself to having bags of cash in your basement, hmm. but there might be more cash. We don't know where the rest of the cash probably is. is. There is, there is. Uh, he said I had a busted pipe. They fixed the basement. And they found it, and then uh, apparently, someone off off camera said this is from before you were born. So it might even be Kid like boy. Check the date on the bills. So it might be from. Yeah, about to say, yeah. And some of them bills probably been out of circulation. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets, uh, he's, yeah, he says, I remember getting, I never remember get him getting up earlier. I never remember him complaining about being in traffic or coming home late for work. I don't remember none of that. I remember Cadillacs and I remember my uncle having plenty of jewelry. Mm, just why? He said, my daddy sold bricks and he sold weed. My mama's mama, she was a bootleg lady. My mom was in real estate when I was young. My dad never had a job. So, yeah, he's got, it's probably bags of cash elsewhere. Now you got to start turning over the house and looking everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Everybody check your dad's uh, <laughs> hiding spots. You might find bags of cash. Somebody help me understand. I've never seen that, but I've never seen rolled up dollars like that. Shit. I mean, I've got these are silver certificates. Oh, like the old dollars? Yeah. This one is from let me check the date. F is gear. 
1930 something or other. Oh, not not the 1900s. You know that's ancient now to the kids. <laughs> what what Memphis team is that? Carrie 1930. This one's 1935. <laughs> this one's 1937. This one is. Am I reading that right? 1957. So worth extra, probably. So, yeah, these are these aren't dollar bills. These are silver certificates. Okay, so they so fluctuate with the price of silver, maybe. Yeah, Anthony said a bunch of small face bills on that two chains video. I think you put the small bills on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you roll up the bigger bills you on the inside. Bigger bills on the inside could be a dollar wrapped around a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, yeah. I guess and you got to unroll all that shit and count it now. Yeah, it's probably a lot of money. Probably because he yeah. rolled it up so tight. <laughs> And then I got a bunch of centennial coins and silver dollars. Yeah, those are worth a little bit. Waiting for the money to fall, man. From 1974. Waiting for the money to base to fail, man. I'm about to say, yours is real. You ain't get them off them infomercials we used to see on TV. <laughs> they come on at 2 a.m. Yeah. Get your commemorative coin while supplies last. Yes. On HGTV. <laughs> Trying to scam your grandma. <laughs> Money to fall. The banks are gonna fail, man. Then where are you gonna be? I'm gonna be st- stunting with my silver coins. <laughs> I'm gonna say silver coins. I got this one and this one and another one. I got three silver coins. Yeah, they're worth a little extra. If you go to a coin guy, he'll give you a little extra money for those. When my mother died, we found some coins. Like she had, she had stacked up a few like silver coin, like those old silver dollars. And we went to a coin guy and he, you know, they were not worth a ton of money, but they're worth a little more than, than regular, you know? All right. We about done. Yeah, I think so, man. All right. Uh, thanks guys for coming in with us today. As always, Mark, you're going to go last this time. Okay. We appreciate y'all as always. Want to thank uh, Rod for joining us. It's good. To, good to see, hear from you. Yes, sir. Doing big things on HBO. Rod, I'm looking for a drum. For a drum, I'm finishing a lot. Still got a job, but I'm looking for a drum. If you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean. <laughs> I heard there's an opening at Bethune Cookman. Well, <laughs> well, I I'm just doing for these kids. Qualified. I'm just in it for these kids. What? What I got? We're going to see videos of you recording trash. You see that building over there? That's a bunch of great minds in that building. That's going to be your Instagram. It's going to be all super complimentary about the school. It smells great. Uh, in here. Let me just say that I um, thank y'all for coming in. Thank y'all for doing everything you did for me. I appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you, chat room. You guys are all in my mind. Uh, remember what I talked about earlier today? Take care of it. Freeloaders. You don't know what we're talking about, fucking freeloaders. You don't know what we're talking about. Go get your PSA numbers checked, freeloaders. Just go, go get your PSA numbers checked. <laughs> Trust and believe. Public service announcement numbers. What's he talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. And y'all, come on. We got a baby siding. Beautiful baby. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, sweetheart. We got a baby siding. 
no longer freeloader. See, we got one see, little voice in the wind. <laughs> one step closer to a jet or an electric car. Electric car. One step closer. <laughs> so y'all come back Monday. We will be here. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. I'm Ryan Morrow. And I'm Brother Mark. Hey, and we have three guys on. And we are out. <laughs> <laughs>